Today, we're talking about blocked loan forgiveness, Britain's race for prime minister, Taylor Swift's record-breaking album, and other top news for Monday, October 24th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the verse of the week. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your word and blameless in your judgment. Psalm 51, verse 4. Let's start with some espresso shots. The Biden administration's student debt cancellation program was set to start deleting zeros yesterday, but had to pump the brakes after a federal appeals court issued a temporary stay until it evaluates a lawsuit against the program. Generally, conservatives argue debt forgiveness is unfair to people who already paid off loans or have decided to forego higher education because of them. But prior attempts to block the program have been unsuccessful. In order to sue, you need to be the entity that's harmed. This is tricky to prove when the federal government is forgiving its own loans, but six Republican states say the debt forgiveness will hurt state entities that rely on revenue from managing federal student loans. The appeals court is deciding if that's enough. In the meantime, the White House is encouraging qualified applicants to continue applying. Being peaceful, gentle, and open to reason in the face of culturally hot topics, like student loan forgiveness, is a sign of God's wisdom in us. James 3, verse 17 says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without pretense. Liz Truss isn't getting a farewell party. Britain is expected to have a new prime minister soon, likely today. The next prime minister will be one of the 357 conservative members of the House of Commons, the majority party, but must receive the support of at least 100 of their peers in a vote at 2 p.m. London time today. If only one person crosses that threshold, they become prime minister. If more than one person crosses the threshold, the top two go head-to-head in a vote of all 170,000 dues-paying members of the conservative party, with the results announced Friday. That runoff is unlikely. Former Treasury Secretary Rishi Sunak has a commanding lead after a familiar hairdo dropped out of the race. Boris Johnson, who resigned as prime minister in July, decided against attempting a political comeback yesterday. Jesus showed compassion when people expected rejection, gentleness when people expected anger, and love when people expected hate. Whether you're campaigning for prime minister or writing emails, be imitators of Christ. Ephesians 4 verse 29 says, No foul language should come from your mouth, but only what is good for building up someone in need, so that it gives grace to those who hear. Einstein allegedly said that compound interest was the most powerful force in the universe. He never met Taylor Swift. Swift's 10th studio album, Midnight's, debuted on Friday at midnight after Taylor gave a surprise sneak peek on Thursday Night Football and swiftly became Spotify's most streamed album in a single day with over 185 million listens. Taylor also became the most streamed artist in a single day and the top 13 most streamed songs were, you guessed it, Midnight's, 13 tracks. Taylor also broke the modern era single week vinyl sales record as many of her listeners bought multiple copies to create a wall clock. The album is a return to the synth pop feel of earlier albums, generally earning praise from fans and critics alike. Music is a gift from God meant to be enjoyed, but we should not allow music or musical artists to consume our attention and affection. Whether you're enjoying Swift's album or waiting for the mania to pass, do all things to the glory of God. 
Colossians 3, verse 17 says, And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. There are a lot of reasons to read a Bible. Private devotion, accidentally taking a Greek history class, scripture memorization, exercising your page-flipping fingers, and many others. No matter what the reason, we recommend the CSB Translation. Their team of translators expertly delivered on the vision for an English translation that placed equal value on fidelity to the original language and readability for a modern audience. Learn more about why we recommend the CSB. Check out the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. In a bizarre moment, former Chinese President Hu Jintao was forcibly escorted out of China's Communist Party Congress. Chinese news outlets reported that Hu felt unwell, but footage shows him apparently reluctant to leave. The event also included the reconfirmation of Xi Jinping for a norm-breaking third five-year term as General Secretary of the Communist Party. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon was fined $6,500 and sentenced to four months in prison pending appeal on Friday for refusing to comply with subpoenas from the January 6th committee. Separately, the January 6th committee formally subpoenaed Donald Trump, asking him to testify by November 14th. It's unclear how he'll respond. Respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, which can be dangerous for newborns and immunocompromised children, is aggressively on the rise. Three-quarters of pediatric hospital beds nationwide are full and some states are considering deploying the National Guard to erect tents outside hospitals. Iranian troops are reportedly directly engaged on the ground in Ukraine. The White House said Iranian troops are in Crimea supporting Russian drone attacks on Ukraine's infrastructure and civilian population. U.S. officials are concerned Russia's ongoing supply shortages may lead Moscow to seek advanced conventional weapons from Iran, including surface-to-surface missiles. This week's peace talks between Ethiopia and the Tigray rebels are off to a rocky start. Ethiopia just captured the town of Adwa in the Tigray region. The two have been warring for nearly two years, and the World Health Organization, condemning Ethiopia's recent actions, said there's, quote, a very narrow window now to prevent genocide. And now it's time for the Pour Over's Pick of the Week. Embracing rhythms of work and rest. Life moves at a frenzied, nonstop pace that is glorified, praised, and rewarded. Most people know that they need rest, but find within themselves a deep resistance to letting go and resting in God one day a week, let alone for longer seasons of sabbatical. I mean, come on, the world would fall apart. This book grounds us in God's intentions in giving us the gift of Sabbath and provides practical steps for embedding Sabbath rhythms in churches and organizations. The journey to a meaningful Sabbath practice is slow, and it is a journey we need to take in community. This book helps us do that. An absolute must-read. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.